0: This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty 5-Minute Mini-Journal. It's centered around Ephesians 6, 10-18, known as the Armor of God. Once you download this freebie, over the next seven days, take a few minutes each day and dive into what the Armor of God is and why it's important to Christians in their daily walk. You can find this at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes. Teamwork we
1: did. You ready for this one? It went so well the first time. Let's do it again. Episode 146. Those are some pretty sweet uh, kids. Oh <laughs> what are you gonna say? Hey, get your
0: mind out of the gutter. It's not me. <laughs> Cause every time we touch, I get this feeling. Remember that one? Yeah. Cascada. Right? Like one hit wonder. Anyway,
1: it's a good one. <laughs> I love you. You yeah. love uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. me.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no remix
0: this time. Six <laughs> of our love language mini series, and this is the last love language
1: we're going to talk about. Yes, we made it through five. So the first one, or four, about to be five, right? Yeah, yep. Go ahead and count it. It's kind of like when you're counting days and you're like, mm-hmm, I yes, woke up yes. and got ready. Yep, counts Days counting. done. <laughs> but yes, the first one was, where's the <laughs> affirmation? Second one, quality time. Third one, uh, gifts. Gifts, that's and right. Then, the see, one that I almost forgot. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one was acts of service. And today, the fifth and final one is physical touch. Yeah, baby. Man, he opens up with the research about babies who are held and hugged and kissed develop healthier emotional lives than those who are left without physical contact. Mm -hmm. And that makes me always feel better about, like, in the newborn phase, Mm -hmm. just letting them sleep on your chest and not doing anything when they're sleeping. You know the advice, sleep when they sleep? (laughs) You can't. Protecting their emotional <laughs> um, life here, people. Yes. They're gonna be much more emotionally healthier.
0: Farron, remind me, how did you score on this one? Even. Oh, so. Even for all of them except guess.
1: Nine, seven, seven, seven. Nine, seven, seven, seven,
0: one, and zero. Zero, that's right. Oh my gosh. This one was um, tied for my first place, so. 10 points to physical touch, 10 points to quality time.
1: I do think this was my first place one back in the day, pre-kids. Any Other women, <laughs> can y'all you all relate to, like, yeah, <laughs> before kids, you wanted it, and then you have kids, and they touch you all day, and so you're like, eh. <laughs> now, I think, like, me and Jacob are a lot about the, like, small touches. Yeah. Like, if I'm walking by, grab your butt, or, <laughs> For sure, you know. Raise your arm or play at the back of your, the hair on the back of your head. So
0: (laughs) seeing how you and I both are fine with physical touch, how many points did you get? Seven? Mm -hmm. Almost 10, right? So we're almost kind of the same. Rounded up. I passed. (laughs) (laughs) We were at church this past Sunday. So Farron, you go to the earlier service. Mm -hmm. And so we were crossing paths, but I went and I grabbed your butt on both cheeks but then a random guy saw me do it in his face <laughs> you had your back to him but I saw it and it was hilarious
1: yeah and I said it was me and you're like I knew I didn't even have to look <laughs> <laughs> I had no reaction <laughs> you know what my mom used to do she used to go in the grocery stores and goose people
0: oh my so gosh well, she fringers? actually no
1: people she actually knew <laughs> but she would like And a goose is like, you pinch their butt hard like a goose is biting their butt. Yeah. And oh my gosh, she finally had to stop. It took a few more times than it should have. Yeah. I mean, people like screaming in the grocery store because someone walks up and pinches their butt. So, Jeannie's a seven. That does her anything. Down for fun
0: all the time. (laughs) Uh, Like you mentioned, Farron, physical touch isn't always about sex. It can be, but that's not... And maybe not necessarily even should always be the physical touch you're going for. It could be just touching them as you walk by, or it could be literally anything that deals with touch.
1: One of the first things that I loved about Jacob is he held my hand everywhere we went. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in high school it was that awkward, like, took a lot of guts to reach out or hold Uh hands. Or if you're holding hands, people are giving you a hard time. And so, no He didn't care he did it confidently always grabbed my hand and held my hand across campus and all the things so nice. that's something I liked right away
0: yes there's so with me and Morgan there's certainly a height discrepancy i would say you and Jacob are similar yeah, we're like, like the heights. same morgan's a foot taller than i am so like holding hands is weird or like if we're walking for if we're walking side by side he has to slow down and i have to speed up Or if he goes in for the kiss, I'm like, up on my toes, and he's having to hunch over. So having to navigate that is also funny, but we make
1: it work. Yeah. So if this doesn't speak to you like we struggled through the gifts uh, episode, I mean, we did well on the episode, we just struggled with the idea. I mean, there were some terrible segues, but that's just part of it. Um, But again equate this you might not understand it but without it if this is your partner's love language without it they feel unloved mm-hmm. um, same thing with your kids if this is
0: their love language like scout right now she's four and a half but right now she our part of our wind down routine is we sit next to each other or lay next to each other for at least five minutes and she wants to be right next to me which is fine because i'm physical touch so it doesn't bother me but scout or Red they're okay not doing that
1: yep Um, So yes, you already touched on it But this is not referring to just Sexual intercourse Although that is a part of it But um, And it's I think really important He kind of touched on it But based on people's previous experiences Or traumas um, Physical touch can either be a good thing Or a hostile thing It can bring up like good feelings Or bad feelings And so there's just Again, knowing your partner and having some mm-hmm. empathy and insight into that. So there's got to be good communication I'm going to interject
0: that. on that too yeah. as far as like if there has been past physical trauma, if you have not worked for, through that, go see a counselor mm-hmm. and they will help you work through that because then it will be a game changer, especially if your love language is physical touch and you have had physical trauma, if you work through that, then it's going to be better after you have worked through that and you've communicated with your spouse. So keep that in mind. There's also, he talks about um, different types of touches take more intentionality. Like if I'm sitting here and like scratching Farron's back, that like, I could be doing anything else. But if I have to <laughs> m- massage her back, I'm going to have to really think about what I'm doing as opposed to like play with your hair or whatever. It's, there's going to have, some of, The tasks take more focus and more intention, and should take more focus and more intention. Yeah. He
1: describes those as explicit or implicit touches. So, explicit, probably going to end in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Implicit is... If you're married... Yeah, a loving gesture, y'all are cooking dinner, and he's got to go throw something in the trash, and kisses the back of your neck on the way by, or something like that. Yeah. Um, I do think, again, some conversations are, uh, I don't know, I've been married, how many years? Like 13 or something? One million. I think it would still be kind of weird to be like, hey babe, i like it if you would do this, or kiss that, or ugh, I don't know. (laughs) Right.
0: But I I need to be mature. Yeah, or it's necessary, wouldn't you want to know? Wouldn't you want, if that was their love language? It's the, the same rules have applied for all of the love languages. You need to talk about. Do you want quality time, like as in we do something, or quality time as in we talk about something. Same thing goes here. Like what
1: what is making you feel most loved? I feel like I'm pretty good at saying like don't. Like if he comes up to hug me, don't hug me around my belly because that just ugh, let's just pretend that that's not. Post baby. <laughs> six pack, six pack. So he'll hug a little high, higher around the shoulders. So I'm good at expressing what not like. And sometimes that. that's that's how you could yeah. communicate, especially if you're
0: feeling awkward about it or you're not quite sure what to say. It helps to also give a, a non example yeah. as well.
1: Um, so he does suggest one thing in here. <laughs> and I wish he would have talked a little bit more about communication. Maybe it's just implied. That he suggests try new touches in new places and let your spouse give you feedback on whether they find it pleasurable. But this means, like, this is in the context of when you're out and about. So try touching them somewhere um, while also in a different location. And so I just put in the margins, please ask your spouse ahead of time if they would be okay. Because some people really don't like PDA. And they would be absolutely mortified. Um, So... Just a word of caution there. If you're trying to get creative, proceed with caution. For sure. Lots of communication. For sure.
0: And it can even be as simple as legs touching when you're sitting watching a show.
1: Which, can't do feet. Can't <laughs> See, do my kids feet. feet. See, that's a don't. <laughs> don't touch your feet on me. Don't. If Jacob, like, in the winter, if his feet are really cold to tease me, he'll touch me with a foot. And, and so, then, instead of showing you love, it enrages you. <laughs> it's a double whammy. <laughs> But he gets joy out of it. I don't know, it's complicated. <laughs> Maybe
0: the gift to him is you can put your feet on me for one. No net. way. <laughs> it's only fun if he doesn't have to do it. The important thing is I don't want him to. communication and feedback and honesty there. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not sure, say, I'm not sure. Maybe we can table it, talk about it later. Yeah. Or a different time. So there was recently, um, I was having a moment in CG, but not publicly, privately. And Farron, you were with me, and Jacqueline was with me too. And uh, she got to me before you did, and she was like, she did a great job of, do you want to be alone or by yourself? And I waved her on, like, as in, like, come on. And then she was like, are you a physical touch person? And then I nodded, so she gave me a hug. So she was with me, Mm -hmm. and she gave me a hug. So I was getting both of my love languages in one minute because she knew what to ask and how to ask it. So kudos to you.
1: Yes that and that's a newer friendship yeah and so it just goes to show that it doesn't have to be a super deep relationship or connection sure. that you can still um, show others love uh, even if it's you know for so sure just-
0: and that's also like the power of vulnerability yeah. the power of community like I could have easily avoided that whole situation but yeah. give me a minute <laughs> yeah. And so maybe. that that was really cool that both of y'all picked up on those cues and then, like the yeah. <laughs> the covert operation of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a funny story now, but you gotta do what you those, gotta do. Those are just really, Hey, do you want to be alone? Do you want me to come with you? Because again, that gift of self that might be come with me, but you don't have to. I just need your physical presence, or it could be come with me, but also give me a hug. Any of those things too.
1: Yeah, he talks about you know not to. Uh, give your experience a title but he's talking about crisis and physical touch and says in crisis more than anything we just need to feel loved and so one again one way to express love is through physical touch and I know that like uh, I've seen different things where kids are coming down from behavior episodes where they're just like going all out throwing um, you know a fit is how someone might describe it but as they're coming down they're just Exhausted, and the power right. of a kind touch—just like holding them around the shoulder. Mm-hmm. They even have things in schools where the kids can get in it, like a sleeping bag, and it like does it feels some impressions like Yeah,
0: and when necessarily you can't hug or should not hug in that moment—that's exactly. a good example.
1: And some people do like the weighted blankets, yeah, and sure. things like that. Sure. And so, since I know that now, like when my kids are hurt, like what do you think? When you think about it, when your kid gets hurt. They run up to you and they curl up into you and they want it to be hugged Mm -hmm. and I'll even like rub their back or things like that. So uh, things with babies too, right? They want to be swaddled and Mm -hmm. hold them and bounce them. So physical touch isn't always just for pleasure, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but it can also help calm or calm you, make you feel loved. It can make you feel safe. Again, it's knowing your audience for sure.
0: We also do this with our children when we discipline them. So we have a spot that we have them go to. And if we're in the house, we say go to the stairs, and they'll sit on the stairs. And then we come and sit on the stairs next to them. And then we'll we say the phrase "look and listen," and we stick our we offer our hands out, and they put their hands in our hands. And that's when we talk it through, holding hands the whole time, making eye contact intentionally, talking it through. And then always after the end of that, we ask if they want to hug and Scout always says yes. Uh, they almost always, the other two always say yes too, just for like reconciliation and feeling close. And that's, that's helping them feel loved, especially in a hard moment where we had to discipline them. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes it makes you sad too, because they're sad. You're sad. Let's just hug it out.
1: And that helps too. Yeah. That's a great example. Um, one thing that he did uh, and one of the stories he shared they talked about you know the guy was adamant that he was all about physical touch because you know he really enjoyed sex and they he said but what if your wife talked ugly to you all the time mm-hmm. and put you down and was berating and all the things would you still want to like have sex with her and he's like no not really mm-hmm. and so it just helped him help the man put into perspective that yeah there's sex this fis phys- this physical desire but that love and an emotional need right your love tank is an emotional need how can we um fill each other's tanks beyond just the physical but again for some people that physical touch really does meet an emotional need
0: right so that man ended up being words of affirmation and his secondary love language was physical touch so that really helped kind of figure out between the two and we'll talk more about that in the next episode on like what if you're between two love languages what do you pick we'll go through all that kind of stuff. So that's a really good example, too.
1: And then on the flip side, a lot of times women, I don't want to say struggle, but maybe that's the right word, um, struggle with navigating sex and marriage because it's like they have to have their emotional needs met before they can go there physically. Whereas, I'm not saying all guys, but a lot of guys... They're, they're ready to go, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're just built differently.
1: Built differently. And he talks, he goes into, like, the physiological, like, how your body responds. Re- your body responds. and Right. Uh, they have different body parts and causes different reactions and things. So, right. if you want to learn more, it's we, in there.
0: In RCG, we have also gone through Aaron and Jamie Ivey's complement. Um, series. It's a video series. There's a study guide, and we've been walking through that. And one of the chapters is about sex. And our group talked about how, like, you should not weaponize it. It's not a thing that you should be withholding in a marriage. Uh, that does nothing but cause a detriment. And then we'll, later in the next episode, we'll talk about, like, what if you cannot stand your spouse in this moment or in this season and how to address it and what do you do still. So we'll talk about that. So hang on for one more week if that's you uh, and make sure you come back.
1: Alright, so do you want to do the Your Turn question?
0: Okay, so the Your Turn question that he has at each of the end of the chapters again, really good talking points to kind of spur on those conversations it says, recall some non-sexual touching times that enhanced intimacy between the two of you and what made those special, because again if you are in a situation where you're like, no you can't just go do that thing, we're in public or we're on a trip or we're on a date Out somewhere that you can't just do that. So what else could you do instead that still makes you feel connected?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Anytime I'm upset, Jacob will pull me in and like hug me and hold me, and that Mm -hmm. always helps.
0: Yes, we've mentioned this uh, probably in multiple podcast episodes. I tell Morgan I need a 30 second hug, and for 30 seconds he knows to stop, and that is the only thing we're going to do. Like if he wants to rub my back, cool and then you can be goofy or do goofy other physical things like after the 30 seconds, but I like the front to front just really tight hug from him is super helpful. And there's a bunch of research and science backs this about how it releases all of the endorphins just because you're being held or hugging. So hug your people and people hug yourself. Get one of
1: those little cocoon <laughs> things if you don't like people. <laughs> yes, agreed. Okay, so at the end, again, if that's a physical touch is not your strength, but it is what your partner is looking for. There are some suggestions, so um this one I also feel like you gotta navigate carefully, yeah it talks about um demonstrating touch to your spouse in front of other people again that uh needs to be something that you know your partner's okay with in p d a yeah. and it's not anything like over the top crazy. it could just be like. Uh, holding their hand. If you're at dinner, maybe choosing to sit by them or, you know, a quick kiss hello or goodbye if you're coming or going, staying at a family member's house. But
0: yeah, they also give the example of when you sit together in church, you can reach out and hold their hand during a prayer time. I've seen couples when we're doing a worship part of the service, they have like, they'll touch the back of their spouse. Uh, you, You see it all the time. Those So be observant. You can look, if you run out of ideas, just kind of look around and see what's going on.
1: Yeah, that's actually one of the few times that me and Jacob get to sit by each other and hold each other instead of one of the kids. So during a lot of, like, the sermon and stuff, he'll have his arm around me, or I'll have my hand on his lap kind of thing, so... We take advantage of that time.
0: Yes, and if you have a spouse who travels or is deployed, anything like that, that's when you can also send those physical reminders, too, like a handwritten letter. They can actually hold, maybe spray some perfume on it that smells like you. Um, It could be anything like that. So, again, get creative if you're in a
1: different circumstance or a season. And then, too, it talks about, you know, coming home, like you said, traveling. Coming home or leaving, me and Jacob always... You know, kiss or hug each other, hello and goodbye. And so, if you need kind of like a a back to atomic habits, we mentioned this earlier in the series because fulfilling these love languages are for some people is going to be creating new habits. So that can be your signal: Hey, I'm leaving the house. I'm going to go kiss him really quick, right? And just peck on the lips. Go. Or hey, when I get home, I'm going to hug him, and then I'll go start dinner.
0: Right. And that's that's just. an important rule of thumb that we have in our house is anytime you go or come, you say hello by name, have a conversation with those people. So I'll go up to each person in my house if I'm about to leave, like, bye, Rhett, love you, have a good time, hug, you know, and go through each kid. And then I'll be like, bye, babe. And then if he's in the middle of something, he'll just yell bye back. <laughs> or I'll go find him and give him a kiss. So, again, just work with what's working. you got to talk yep. about it. For sure. All right. Okay, so this next episode next week, we're going to talk about like what happens when you're not sure about your love language or how do you love an unlovable person or what does Jesus tell us to do in those moments. So make sure you stick around for next week because that's how we're going to troubleshoot a lot of things and answer some frequently asked questions. I love it. See you guys then. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in
1: order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon.
0: We're a small team, creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show as a thank you you can receive exclusive access for more details on specific membership tiers visit our patreon page go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty we've included the link in the show notes